Okay, live from the car again. It's really bumpy. It's really loud. It's gonna really suck. Okay. Um, I had a few, well, two or maybe three weird things happen to me at work in the past couple weeks. So I just thought I'd share them with you because I don't really, I don't really have much of a life and, and I don't, I don't know what to do about it. I don't really want to do anything. Like, do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where they're just kind of sitting around the diner and they're like, well, is this, is this wasting my life? Am I wasting my life right now? Cause that's what I feel like pretty much all the time. It's just, just keep swimming, man. Just, just keep swimming. And, uh, yeah, so, um, my daughter, uh, Stella, who cracks up when you go, Stella, she thinks that's quite hilarious, which is great. Cause she's going to hear it for the rest of her fucking life. Uh, she's man, when you're wait, like weighing nature versus nurture, uh, Malcolm, my son is way different. Like he he was just a pretty chill baby. He could hold a Cheerio until it fucking petrified. Like he was just, he would hold a piece of paper, look at it, play with it, examine it, touch it. And then there's Stella. And, uh, she, she is a savage. I'm just going to say that she's, uh, mean. Uh, I've had to say, stop eating the furniture to her numerous times. Uh, she beat the shit out of Sarah <laughs> at, at, on Christmas Eve. I wasn't there, uh, but I'm chewing gum and podcasting. That's like the stupidest choice I think I've made today. Oh, and what is with people? If I, here's, knock, knock, who's there? Me, making a right turn. If I'm making a right turn, leaving a parking lot, and you are making a left turn, leaving a parking lot, I go first, Okay. That's just a basic rule, and every day at work, I have to do make this turn, and every day, the dumb cunts turning left think they get to go before me, and I don't know why. And if I wasn't in a corporate vehicle, I would be honking and waving my hands frantically at them, because it's not how the world works, stupid. Okay, that's okay, that's okay. You know what, maybe, maybe middle-aged women and elderly men didn't ever know that. And that's okay. And that's okay. So they're at Stella, the whole, that whole side of the family, Malcolm, everybody is over at my in-laws house and, uh, (sighs) Savage Stella grabs the tablecloth and tries to pull it completely off the table because she is freakishly strong. She's like baby Stewie. That's what I imagine her inside voice to be like that's what I think she's thinking so she grabs the tablecloth and Sarah grabs her hand and she's like no no don't pull that don't pull that (laughs) and then Stella bites her hand (laughs) and then uh so Sarah's trying to pry her delicate little fully toothed mouth from her hand and then Stella reaches up and pulls her hair (laughs) And then Sarah's head almost hits the 
<laughs> it's the kitchen table. And then she tries to ply her hands from her hair, and then Sella slapped her in the mouth. So, okay, you think, well, so what? Kids are kids, aren't they funny? I think it was planned. I think she was waiting for an opening to slap her around. And uh, I think Stella overall likes me. She She's happy when I come home. When I come home, I go into the, I say hi to her and then I go wash my hands and she gets very upset when I go wash my hands because she wants to beat someone else up for a little while, I guess. And uh, I was laying on the floor with her and she's just starting to pull herself up uh, onto the furniture and she's gnawing the ottoman and she's just kind of getting to that age where she's about to walk around stuff. And she... She saw that I was laying down, so she decided, hey, it's time for me to try and stand up again. And she she used my face as, like, leverage to get her up. So she's got her, her both of her hands on my face and is, like, pushing down, essentially kind of, like, doing a push-up on my face. And my reaction was, ow! Fuck! Because, you know, she's too young to realize I'm swearing. And I was like, ah, fuck, Stella, Jesus Christ. And she just looks down at me. <laughs> and I was a little bit scared. And then I was like, okay. And, you know, fun, funny is funny, but now it, it fucking hurts. And I'm trying to get her, like, pry her hands from my face. Because she's got about 16 pounds of pressure on my face. And uh, she, in turn grabs a patch of of hair like you know where you're above your ear kind of like by your the side of your cheek do you know what I mean that patch of hair that's not really like a scalp it's kind of like fleshy so you can feel it pull away and it kind of tugs at your cheek so she grabs that and pulls that and I'm like ow god and her hands are all sweaty so it's like it's got my my hair is stuck to her skin and she looks down at me and she goes <laughs> She's going to kill us. She is going to kill us. She's going to burn down the house when she's three years old and we're all going to die. Mark my words, that little angel. But it's just so funny, like nature versus nurture. I mean, I don't know. We can we can try and nurture the sociopath out of her. Okay, sociopath is a strong word for a baby. She's probably more of a psychopath. You're right. I take it back. I take it back. But it's just funny. She's just determined and nothing will get in her way if she wants something she will lunge her entire body at it and you better be ready because I <laughs> I've missed and she's landed on the floor but she doesn't cry as long as Malcolm does she's not a big suck she's a tough chick man she's a tough chick she's going to do some damage in this life and I can't I can't wait to watch it happen I just hope she's not the one in charge of picking our home because she's not going to pick a good old aged home I don't think uh-uh. yeah. okay so there's that that's an update on my family and the beatings that we have all endured at the hands of a seven and a half month old child with eight teeth. Okay, that's where we're at. Uh, now, my work stories, one of them happened today and one of them happened two weeks ago, which you need to know for no particular reason at all. But it's the Grandpa Simpson hour. And I like to give useless information just so I can talk longer. Isn't that a hoot? Isn't that just a whole heck of a lot of fun? <laughs> okay. Ah, where was I? Okay, I'll tell the story that just happened today because it's fresh and I'm still mad about it. Okay, cliche things about mailmen. Uh, We're alcoholics. Okay, probably, yeah. 
uh, not very smart, perhaps. On occasion, I've been known to do some pretty stupid things, like the time I hit lock on the key fob that was attached by a lanyard to my hip and then closed the door, thus locking the keys in the car while they're still safely clipped to my person. That was me. So, okay, I'll go with that. Um, lazy, yeah, okay. I don't particularly feel lazy. I feel like not very lazy, but we'll go with that. Anyway, the other cliche thing is that uh, dog bites, right? People's dogs like like to bite you. And why? Well, a simple, simple explanation for that. You're coming onto their property every day, no matter what they bark at you from inside or outside or behind a fence, you still keep coming and they told you to leave and never fucking come back in dog language. So you've pissed them off. Now, for whatever reason, every time I've been bit and it is uh, up to three times now, okay, don't want to bury the lead, but it's three times now. And do you know what everyone says before their dogs bite me? Do you know what they say? No, no, they don't say, be careful, my dog's a little nippy. Nope, they don't say that. They don't say, please be careful, she's been known to uh, bite small children. Nobody ever says that. You know what they say? Oh, Muffy, she's never bitten anyone. Don't worry about it, she doesn't bite. Really? And sometimes, on occasion, I can't remember how many of the times, the dog was actually biting its teeth in my flesh while they said that, like during that sentence. Great. Okay, super. So today, and you know what's funny? I kind of feel ashamed. Like I have another house with a rather large dog that just barks and growls at me from behind the fence. And I go to the door and for whatever fucking reason, the dog was outside when I knocked on the door. And he brings the dog inside to answer the door. That is a stupid fucking idea. So the dog comes barreling at the door and I, I close the door and I say, please put your dog away. And he's like, oh, she doesn't bite. And I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah. No, nobody ever thinks their dog fucking bites until their dog fucking bites somebody, okay? So just, I mean, I didn't say that part out loud. I'm like, I understand. And I feel embarrassed. There's a part of me that thinks I'm overreacting. You know, I'm sure this dog is a, is a cute little dog. Cause you know what? Most dogs are very nice except for the ones that aren't. And I can't really distinguish most times what the fucking difference is. And people who own these dogs obviously have no fucking idea either. So having said that, today, strutting along, you know, doing my mailman strut and just trying to get through the day. And there's a guy who's got his front door open and his dog is out. And I know this dog, I've seen this dog, I'm aware of this dog. Every day I go to this fucking house I walk by this fucking fence and whenever the dog is out, it, uh, it does this at me and I'm just, I'm paraphrasing, but it does this. That's roughly what it says to me. I, I'm not sure I'm translating correctly. There may have been a couple more barks and less scratching. I don't know. But every fucking day that this dog is outside, it scratches at the fence. There's like a lattice. It growls and snarls at me through the lattice. It bites the lattice. It's basically like pointing at its eyes and pointing at me like I am going to fucking kill you. Just give me the chance. And somehow that must translate to the owner of said dog. Oh, he real. Oh, sorry. She really likes delivery personnel. That's what the owner is thinking. And I know that because 
when I walked up to the door, I'm like, hi, how are you today? Blah, 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 blah. I don't really care. Fuck you. But, you know, these are polite things that you're supposed to do. And I'm very well versed in stupid things to say to people. And uh, he said, oh, don't worry about her. She loves people that deliver stuff to our house. And in, I did a mental eye roll. I'm like, yeah, she does. Sure, she does. So I go up the stairs to meet him at the top of the stairs. I hand him his water card. And I start heading down the stairs. And lo and behold, this dog is MacGyver and has somehow manipulated that latch on the gate. So now the gate is completely swung open and a very large German Shepherd is uh, simultaneously barking and growling and baring its teeth and running at me. Okay. Great. Uh, and he's saying, oh, don't worry, she won't bite you. And I'm like, uh, your dog is trying to bite me. <laughs> I, I had time to say, you're like, I don't know, if I were a dog owner, and, well, I am a dog owner, kind of, I guess, but I have an eight-pound dog as opposed to a 50-pound dog. But if, if I saw my German Shepherd open up the fence somehow and come charging at somebody, I would get between myself, between, I would get myself between myself and between the, oh, fuck, am I on retard? I'm, like, stuck on retard. Hey, let me slap that out. There, okay. I would get between the dog and the person that dog was trying to eat because I feel like that's a good idea. And this guy stood there on the stairs and the dog is coming at me and it's kind of happening really fast, but in a way it's kind of happening really slowly because there's enough time for me to talk. And she's baring her teeth and she's like taking sweat, like trying to nip at me. And she's trying to like, cause I'm up on stairs and she's on the ground and she's trying to like bite through my calves. Like my, um, I've got long johns I've got pants on and I've got gaiters on I don't know if you know what gaiters are it's like a Gore-Tex Gore-Tex Jerry Gore-Tex it's a Gore-Tex fabric that you wear around your calves so that snow doesn't get into your boots and get your bottom of your pants all wet so she's kind of like nipping at that and then she goes to nip my thigh and I'm like your dog your dog's trying to bite me and then he doesn't do anything I'm like your dog is biting me <laughs> like what are you fucking doing and you know what he says he goes nine Sasha nine and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Cause your, your fucking moron dog only speaks German. Your dog is so well-trained, it's trained in German. You said nine? You couldn't just say no, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, okay, okay, are you gonna put her away now? And he like smacks her nose with the uh, water card, which is like a thin piece of paper. And he's like, Sasha, nine. And I thought, for fuck's sakes, can you get, get your fucking dog out of here? Like, what are you thinking? He, were you gonna wait for her to knock me down and like chew on my Keorded, keorded artery? Corroded? Ah, fuck. <laughs> Whatever. You get my point. This dog's going to be like chewing on my neck until blood spurts out. But thanks for taking the time to speak to it in German. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This dog is obviously very well trained and I'm the problem. Like, what the fuck, dude? So he finally shoes her in there, closes the fence, and I look at him like, don't worry about it. Nothing happened. I'm not hurt. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, and I just, I just backed away. He didn't say sorry. I'm like, don't worry about it. Nothing happened. Nothing to see here. No big deal. And I don't know why, but I have such a hard time confronting. Like, he, he put me in a dangerous, stupid situation by not protecting me from his fucking stupid dog. Okay? And I have a hard time with confrontation. And I also anticipate being on that route and essentially working for him for some time, I hope. I hope I get to stay there. So it just kind of got weird. You know, so now I don't know what to do. 
Um, it really wasn't a big deal, but I feel like now that I know that that dog can open that gate, I don't really want to go up there when the dog's out and I don't think I'm going to. So the next time I see him, what I've decided I'm going to do, I've rehearsed it in my head. I've said it numerous times. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to be here between the hours of such and such to such and such. Um, I just, I don't, I'm not going to deliver when your dog's out. So hopefully he's like, oh yeah, for sure. No problem. Cause it's a pretty small window. I mean, I'm sure that dog would be fine. Right. Am I, I just, I feel dirty and weird about it. I don't know. What, like, what was I supposed to say? Sometimes I wonder what a man would do in that situation. Do you think a man would beak off to him and say, control your fucking animal? Whereas I'm just like, I need to leave now. <laughs> it's all, everything's fine. Uh, we've had a great time. I've got to go. Have yourself a good day. Sorry, sorry I smelled so tasty to your dog. It's probably my fault somehow. I am made of meat. Perhaps I could change that in future. Thank you so much. It was an honor and a privilege. She's a beautiful animal. I, your German pronunciation is impeccable. Keep that up. Okay. Alfreda's saying. Okie do. Okay. Good talk. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I don't know. That's just one quick one quick story. The other story I have is, is a lot more brief and it happened on a manic Monday. I, I was, I was delivering to a rather low income area of town and, uh, I don't know what happened. I just, I was just walking along, you know, looking for dimes, checking things out. I keep my eye on the ground because that's where ice is and I don't really want to fall and break my fucking shoulder again. On that note, I got a call. How's here? Here's how things work in Canada. When I fell, I had the right, if I chose, to sue the people who owned the house that I fell at. I declined that right, and all, I can hear all you Americans going, Oh, why? Fuck, why? Because you are a much more litigious group than we are. I just, I just didn't want to do that. I just felt dirty and weird and wrong. Now, having said that, had I known how much this injury was going to hurt when it was healed, and how it's going to be lifetime pain... I might have reconsidered, but at the time I thought, ah, oh, bones heal, I'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. But it's not fine and it really does hurt and it hurts uh, almost constantly and it really hurts uh, a lot of the time. Because I lift my arm above my head, my hand above my head, using my shoulder, uh, I don't know, anywhere from eight, 800 to a thousand times every day, all day, forever. And uh, it hurts. So I get this phone call and it's a legal assistant or whatever. And she's like, hi, I'm calling in reference to this injury that happened to you two fucking years ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, wh what's happening is we're suing on your behalf. Now, I don't know if it's the wor workers' compensation board that sues to uh, claw back my wage because workers' comp paid me. Or if it's the federal government that controls workers' comp. I don't know. I wasn't listening. They, they lost me at lawsuit. Okay. I, my brain went empty. And uh, she said, so what happens is we sue on your behalf for pain and suffering. And we also sue to recoup what we had to pay you because you couldn't work. And I said, even though I refuse my right to sue? And they said, yes, absolutely. But there, there may be money left over and there may not be. So it's hard to say you could get something or you could get nothing. Which, you know, is driving me fucking crazy because I just wish I could know once, you know, cause it, but it depends. It depends on who they're, cause they're basically suing the, uh, home insurance, the homeowner's insurance. That's who they're suing They're, But it's not really great for the homeowner cause their rates are going to go up. But then I also feel like, well, fucking shovel your driveway then you dumb fucks. You know what I mean? Cause had they shoveled, I would have seen that huge patch of ice 
sitting in front of that trailer that I then bounced my head off of and landed on the ice. So they are kind of responsible. So just remember that when you're like, oh, I don't want to shovel for the mailman. Me, 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 me. And I'm not talking to Lori because Lori is very diligent in shoveling. But keep that in mind. I don't know how things work in the States, but in Canada, the least litigious country in the world, I'm making that up, that is not a fact. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get sued. Either I sue you personally, as well as the government suing you, you're gonna get sued. So translation, keep your shit tight. Shovel, shovel, shovel. Ice, salt, 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 right? Because you don't wanna get sued. It's just gonna be shitty. So there's that. I don't know where that came from, but anyway. Oh, right, I was keeping an eye out for ice. So then, lo and behold, I strut along, as I'm known to do. Uh, and I see, first I see the sun reflecting off of uh, handcuffs laying on the ground. And I thought, well, that's, that's weird. And then I look in the distance and there is a pink uh, vibrator sitting about 10 feet away from the handcuffs. And I'm like, well, that's, what the? F and then I look down, right? I was just about to step on it. And there is a camcorder cassette tape as well so um yeah all of these things belong together all of these things are kind of the same can you guess which thing definitely belongs here yeah all of them all of those things belong they're all grouped together so now you may be asking i'm asking what the fuck happened here what the fuck is going on and what the fuck is on that videotape <sighs> so like okay so I tried to imagine different scenarios feel free to come come up with scenarios of your own it was garbage day that day so I thought maybe maybe when when the electric arm came out to grab the garbage can and it flipped it over that these things fell out of the garbage but like if I had a dildo and handcuffs and a sex tape to throw out I do not think I would put it loose willy-nilly in a garbage can first of all I would destroy the sex tape because and then you know dildos are expensive who the fuck's throwing that out and the handcuffs? Well, there are no keys. Like, I, that's okay. Sure, whatever, you know. But what happened here? I don't, I don't feel like it would have been loose in a garbage can, just all kitty wampus and shit. I feel like, like, do you, like, my theory is that someone has been shamed or broken up with and has thrown those things, strewn those things about as a fuck you. But are they strewn in front of some, like, that person, their ex's house? And who is on the sex tape? Is the, is the tosser of the sex tape on the actual sex tape? Because in which case, you do not want that out there. That is not a sex tape you want to just throw on the street. And let me tell you, if I was not in my uniform at work, I would have picked that fucking sex tape up because I want to know what's on there. I'll never know. I'll never know what's on there. And I'm just assuming it's a sex tape because it was found next to handcuffs and a, and a big pink dildo. So what do you think? I think, here's what I think. I think it was a dude, okay, that threw the items out because a woman would never throw out a dildo because usually in heterosexual relationships, and I'm assuming they're heterosexual because it was probably a pretty boring sex tape. I don't know, I can't say for sure. But I'm assuming it was a heterosexual couple. A woman would never throw out a dildo because usually in these relationships, the dildo only goes in her. And a good dildo, and that one looked pretty good, is around 80 bucks. So why the fuck would you throw that out? No way, Jose. I don't think. So what the fuck, Winnipeg? You know, you've got dogs that chomp. You've got fucking sex tapes, handcuffs, and dildos strewn about. And uh, 
I don't get it. And I need to know, like, what was the story here? What happened? I just, I can't stop thinking about how that happened. I don't get it. If you have any theories, let me know. That's the end of my story. It's just a weird, a weird thing. And that was like a Monday. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what, what is going on? Something, I don't get it. I don't get it. But my life is very fascinating, isn't it? Isn't it just the most interesting thing you've ever heard in your whole fucking life? Okay, I've got to go. So you can friend me on Facebook, Sandra D. Sanchez, or you can find me on Twitter. You can, what? Changeofaddress69 at gmail.com if you're into that kind of thing. There is uh, amazon.ca links and a regular American Amazon at changeofaddress.podbean.com if you want to help out that way. Um... There's the Return to Sender podcast that I used to do a million fucking years ago that I just paid to put up. And this is the last year that I'm paying for that. So if you want to download some shows, do it this year because I'm not paying for it again. And there's some good stuff there. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some good stuff there. I swear to Christ. I'm almost in a spot where I can like go back and have a listen and chuckle. I, I can do that. now. I feel like okay about it. So you should go and listen. I'm sure there's, I say plenty of racist stupid uneducated things there as well as I do here so check that out if you like uh that's it I think yeah so have a good one I've had a really good time talking to you it's a good 25 minute show um I don't know what lessons could be taken away from this what's the moral of the story here don't let your dog bite the mailman have I had that moral before? I'm having a total deja vu. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, thanks so much. I really appreciate you being here for me, even though the shows are inconsistent, but somehow still wildly entertaining. Yeah, so I appreciate you. Okay, all right, I've got to go. Okay, love you. Okay, bye-bye.